Hello, welcome to the Pretty Pixels podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tab London. And I am your other host, Joey Cronwell. And what are we going to be talking about today, Joey? E motherfucking three. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> yeah, it's next week. It's Technically, it starts this weekend. Mm-hmm. So we're going to cover... Um, it's, we're not a news show, so we're not going to be like thorough. We're covering every little thing, but we want to talk about some of the the big events, some of things that we're expecting to see, some of the things that we want to see, mm-hmm. and we probably won't see because they're pie in the sky dreams. But yeah, but yeah, we're we're very excited, so we want to talk about all things E three. Yeah. Um, But before we get into that, uh, we decided that we're not really going to talk about the news this week because E3 kind of is the majority of the news. So what have you been playing? I am still, this is boring as hell I know, but I'm still (laughs) playing the same three games, Mass Effect, Resident Evil, and and Everybody's Golf. I finished Mass Effect 2 and I'm on to Mass Effect 3 and I'm pretty well into it now. And I don't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but one of the things that's really striking me about this second playthrough of the series is just the depth and complexity of the lore. Mm -hmm. Like, I loved the series before, but I think most of what I loved about it was the story and the kind of moment-to-moment, like, character stuff. Um, But this time, I'm going through, and I I did this last time, but I don't think I appreciated it. I'm going through, and I'm scanning every planet, and I'm reading, like, every planet's history and everything, and there's so much lore baked into these planets um, that really fleshes out this universe and makes it feel like a real place. Like, there's a minigame in the second game where you get elements by... Uh, and like resources by scanning planets and you just go to the planet and I read the description out loud like a weirdo (laughs) and then I scan for resources but the history of these planets like you know the writing that goes into these some of the planets are very simple and it'll just be like oh it's a common gas giant or something but then a lot of them are like a war was fought two millennia ago and there were the remnants of these ancient ships and then they were trying to be claimed by these salvagers later and then started a mini war in the system that affected relations between and i'm like oh my god like this explains a lot weirdly enough about the relationship between these two races that you Ah. that you encounter later in the game so um i'm just so into the the world of Mass Effect all over again, and I'm I'm really getting into that. Uh, and then, of course, Resident Evil. When I finished Mass Effect 2, I went back and played more Resident Evil Village, which I will again. And then we've been playing Everybody's Golf, which is great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty much same old, same old for me. Cool, cool. Yeah, Everybody's Golf. And then I did play um, another indie game. Uh, it's called Who We Are Now, and it's another visual novel uh, that's available on itch, uh, itch.io. Um, I think it's about 15 bucks, and it originally released in 2017, but the game released in, like, parts. So um, it's a game that sort of allows you to uh, romance these these four different characters. And so uh, they released one like romance storyline at a time. Okay. And then I think it fully uh, released in 2019. And this game was developed by Chroma Field Games. And who we are now is from the perspective of Wes, who is a gay man living in this post-apocalyptic world and he has just returned to the settlement called home (laughs) and it's there that he meets the four uh kind of romanceable men um it is a pretty linear game and there's not really a ton of options but i do think that it tells uh an interesting story 
Um, kind of a, a content warning, though, uh, the game does include some explicit sex scenes. Ooh. But what's kind of nice is those scenes for each of the, the four characters are optional. So you don't actually have to view the more explicit content. Um, but if you're content. looking... What? Content warning or content invitation? Uh, you saying? know, it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> um, but if you're looking for a brief uh, queer romance game... Uh, for Pride Month or any month, I would recommend uh, Who We Are Now. That's, that's, I, you know, as I've said before, I'm a fan of games that push the envelope when it comes to sexuality and stuff. So you actually see the sex on the screen or see glimpses? You see illustrations, like... yeah. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there, there are even games that are fairly sexual where you still don't really see the sex. And I wonder if they're just, they're trying to get around that like AO rating, but like indie games on itch.io don't have to worry about that. So that's right. Right. And I, this is, I think this is funny, but I am such a, like, I don't, I don't know if there's a better term for this, but I'm a screenshot or I take a ton of screenshots <laughs> and I was about to take some screenshots to save for my blog. And then I was like, I can't post this on the blog. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Go ahead. You can do it. Um, but yeah, those are the only two that, that I have been playing. I'm really enjoying this like um, kind of indie kick that I'm on. And I think I'm mm-hmm. going to kind of keep that going throughout the summer. And I want to uh, play some more kind of queer games um, that we can kind of highlight, you know, for the rest of the month. So yeah, that's a great, that's a great idea. Um, I didn't, I hadn't even really thought about that, about the, the fact that it is pride month. So mm-hmm. it would be, be a good idea to highlight some of those games. There is that list that you sent me of like erotic yeah. games. I, I really want you to play knife sisters. Yeah. I'll definitely have to, to put, to move that up on the list, especially since these games are so short. So yes. it's like, I could probably knock it out in like half a day or something. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. That's yeah. That sounds really cool. So let's move on to E3. Yes. So I pulled up a list from Sania on Twitter. Uh, her Twitter handle is Saniaga, um, S-A-N-I-Y-A-G-A. She made a nice, pretty little um, schedule or checklist for the event, which is a lot more cohesive than it is last than it was last year. But essentially, it's kind of the same thing. It's just a collection of digital events from publishers and such, which I'm not complaining about. Give me all the announcements. I don't care what right. format. Um, but last year, I didn't even remember this until I was I was looking at the schedule. Last year, it was really kind of broken up. It was like one week there would be a few, and then mm-hmm. the, the next week there would be a few. So it'll be nice to have these all in just a few days' time. Um, and we're going to kind of go through them, but there are some that we're not... It's, it's much harder to predict some of the more... Um, like i don't want to say collaborative but like the first two events so on day one june 12th uh it starts with gorilla collective and wholesome direct and both of those two are connected Mm -hmm. um i believe gorilla collective is supporting wholesome direct this year Uh, but they're both indie showcases and they both have said that there are going to be literally dozens of indie games shown new games i think so yeah previews Uh, of new games and gorilla collective actually started this past Saturday, so just a few days ago, um, and they've already shown, I want to say they said like 70-something games, and then... Oh, shit. Yeah, and then now this this coming... What is it, Sunday? 
Okay, I should have put the the days on the list. I just put the dates. Um, but on June twelfth, which I think is Sunday, is going to be the second. Uh, yeah, oh, no, it's Saturday. Okay, it's yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Um, it's going to be the second half, and so they're going to show another seventy plus games. At least that's what I was understanding from their website. And so we don't really. It's it's so much harder to predict like what's going to come from those shows. But what? let's kind of combine them and just talk about like, is there anything that you're interested in anything from like in just general, like with indie games that you want to see more of? Ooh, I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, cause I didn't really like, there's not like what game do you want to see? Because with indie games, part of the charm is that they can be so unexpected with AAA games, you almost always know what to expect, which is why when a game comes out that surprises us, it's like, oh, wow. But with indie games, um, it's more about just kind of feeling. Like, for me, I want to I want to see more desktop sims. I want to see more mainstream, da- or, or I want to see more dating sims in general, but more kind of mainstream dating sims. Um, I need more queer dating sims. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of fun, like Dream Daddy type games. Dream Daddy, the, yes. the production quality of Dream Daddy was so good. I want to see games like that and, and all kinds of different representations. There, There is one indie game, and I haven't been keeping track to see if there has been anything new, but there is one indie game that I would love more information on, and it's um, Campo Santos in the Valley of Gods. Like, do we have more on that? I haven't well, checked in in a while. That's the Egyptian one? Yes. I feel like there's bad news about that one because didn't oh, no. didn't Valve buy them and they took them off that project and put them on <gasps> something else. So is it like it's suspended? I from the the from what I've gathered from articles and podcasts and such, um people are concerned about it. They don't know what the status is. I mean, maybe maybe they do. I haven't looked it up, but um, it seems to be in limbo or in question. So that's really sad. Yeah, I mean, maybe after Half Life Alex, maybe maybe that's what they were wor- working on, and so maybe they're allowed to go back to it now. But yeah, I'm I'm a little bit worried about that one. Yeah, because I'm looking at the FAQ on their site, and it says we currently intend to release the game in 2019. So like, yeah, holy shit, nothing's happened. Oh, that yeah. makes me sad. Two years ago, yeah. All right, well, that's my pie in the sky (laughs) (laughs) there we go (laughs) um i want to see more of goodbye volcano high but i don't know where we would see that we saw it at Mm -hmm. sony's event Mm -hmm. last year um but it's this little indie looking it looks like a visual novel um but i know that there's some interactivity um i want to see the arcade spirits sequel trailer i know i'm going to get the game but i want to see if there's a trailer um I don't there's there was that other game that concerned ape Eric Barone was working on. I know he he went back to working on Stardew Valley a lot, but I know he was still making that like wizard mm-hmm. Harry Potter type like Stardew Valley style game. I really want to know more about that. I'm sort of wondering or hoping that he's been secretly working on it a little by little over the last couple years. That'd be cool. And then we're just going to see a surprise trailer and like out in 2022 or something like that. I think that would be fun. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't really know what to expect. And, and, and even talking about those are going to be hard. It's like, I'm looking forward to a few gems, but one of the things I like about indie games is that there's so much variety, but also that's kind of to the detriment because (laughs) there's so much to, yeah. And, and there's a, there's so much out there that it's easy to miss stuff. 
But yeah. at the same time, it's also exciting. So, <laughs> absolutely. After those, we have Ubisoft Forward. So that's also June twelfth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the big one of the day, I think. Um, they've confirmed that they're going to talk. They're going to have some info on what was Rainbow Six Quarantine. They haven't said what they're calling it now, but a rainbow. It's a, a new Rainbow Six game. Um, they're going to have more info on Far Cry Six more info on new content for Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Siege. So like what they've reported or confirmed all sounds very boring to me. I'm excited for Far Cry 6, but we already kind of got Yeah, we know what's coming and all that stuff. I imagine a number of people will be really excited for Rainbow Six. Um, What I would like to know is, and there have been a couple of rumors that I've seen pop up on some subreddits, but what about The Division? Oh, Yeah. Are we going to see a little teaser for the next entry? I don't... Oh, that one's hard because they're still releasing content for it. Like, they just released, like, Resident Evil and zombie kind of content, so... But I'm not necessarily thinking, like, oh, it'll be out by the end of the year or even next year. But a little, like, little teaser. Yeah. What I want to see a teaser for, and I wouldn't be surprised if we did, was a new Assassin's Creed game. Because they really churn those things out yeah that's and they've true. gone back to an almost annual schedule <laughs> yeah. so so much for um, that break huh yeah 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 they were like oh we're gonna take two years from now on and nope um which hey i'm not complaining because i really liked valhalla i really liked odyssey i really liked origins so mm-hmm. um even if it's just a tease i think that would be cool i keep hearing rumors that there's going to be a new splinter cell um, weirdly, I'm excited about that, even though I haven't I played much of the series. Yeah, me either. Um, and it was very closely tied with Xbox early on, so may- maybe oh, it'll be okay. at the Xbox event. If it happens, I don't know. Um, I would be excited because it's one of those series that people have been calling for for a long time to be remade or remastered or get a sequel to. Um, and... I when I did play it way back in the day, I remember it being good, but it was so hard to escape the comparison with the Metal Gear Solid games. Oh, okay. Which it always came up a little bit short. Um, and so it's like I, you know, it's been a while since Metal Gear Solid Five, so I would be cool with another stealth action mm-hmm. game. Um, do you have any like pie in the sky? What about Skull and Bones? Do you think we'll see that? <laughs> I would be surprised if we saw anything substantial. That's what I'll say. But it's been so long. Like, uh, but it, but because of that, it makes me think that it's never going to happen, or that when it does happen, it's just going to be a disaster. Like, I don't really have much hope anymore. Well, they but they did acknowledge it, and they pushed it back to 2022, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm supposedly the, the fact that they pushed it back makes me think a little bit at least that like. It was meant for this year, and it must be in some kind of far along state, mm-hmm. like maybe far. And then they know that people are concerned about it. So a new splashy trailer that shows us all of the adventuring and not just ship combat we can do would be, would be I, pretty I, great. I would allow myself to get excited for it if they did that. But I think I, at this point, would honestly be more excited about something for The Division interesting because it's more solid you know but more metal gear solid no um konami's not going to be at the event unfortunately (laughs) and they don't make video games anyway so um beyond good and evil 2 is something that i would be curious about i don't know 
that trailer that they showed a couple years ago or maybe three years ago was so flashy and polished but it was it wasn't gameplay whatsoever so it's been a few years so maybe maybe but um i'm not falling out of my chair with excitement i'm just kind of like it'll happen when it happens um any any other ubisoft stuff that you're hoping to see or expecting to see not not that i can think of like you said i would be curious about the next assassin's creed but i almost wonder if they're gonna wait on that but we'll we'll find out soon enough what setting because they would they would tease the setting of course because that's always the big thing what mm-hmm. setting would you you've already gotten egypt which is your yeah. like your dream right My dream location so do you have a, a new setting that you're like, oh, man, if I saw a glimpse of that? I think something in South America would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I think South America. Or China. Um, or I, everyone kept saying feudal Japan or like, yeah. you know, but then Ghost of Tsushima came out mm-hmm. and probably. Right, exactly. Yeah. Some people are like, it's probably better than you would do it. So just just don't touch <laughs> just it. Just don't. Um, but I do st- still think it would be cool. But China, I think now that Japan has been, you know, covered really well by another company, I think China would be would be really cool. Um, all right, the next two events, I don't really even know. I don't have a lot to say about Gearbox know, and Gearbox. Devolver Digital. Gearbox, okay, so they're they've I think I think it's confirmed. I wrote it on the list as confirmed um, that they're going to talk about Wonderlands, which I don't know much about, um, and then. I'm. I'm. This is just a guess of of mine. Maybe they're gonna touch on the Borderlands movie because they've shown a couple of teasers and like some asset shots or art shots and stuff like that recently in the last week or so. Um, do you think they'll show a new Borderlands game? It feels too soon, but to be honest, I haven't really followed Gearbox that much, and okay. Borderlands Three was like the first Borderlands that I actually like got into. So I don't even know like in the past how long it's taken them to like add to that franchise yeah i just wonder if they're going to try to have a tie-in game with the movie at all or i yeah i don't know i don't i just i don't really know what to expect from them and then devolver digital digital even less i have no idea i don't i don't necessarily have much to say about about that what, what would it even be like fall guys i, I mean because they're connected to that, right? Yeah, and yeah. and but Fall Guys is still pretty. It's still popping. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. Hmm. Are they? Are I'm trying to remember. I thought I saw a tweet. Are they working on some sort of like city builder game? I don't recall. Okay, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look at that after this. But yeah, I'm not. If I'm I... not even sure like what they're what they're working on yeah if i did see that my eyes probably glazed over because i not <laughs> super interested city in city builders yeah <laughs> yeah um well day two june 13th starts with a yeah, bang yeah. Then. xbox and bethesda and I, i'm so like let me back up from the specific <laughs> events for a second and just say that this e3 a lot of like discussion about this e3 has been that it's going to be disappointing that it's going to be a very kind of low-key mm. e3 and stuff like that which very well might be true. You know, it's coming from like industry journalists and stuff like that. So maybe they know better than than I do. But I also think that it might not be true for two specific reasons. And one is that we're in the beginning of a new console generation. 
And these companies have a lot to prove after a year of pandemic. Mm -hmm. So the reasoning for why it's it's going to be subdued is because of the pandemic. People are like, oh, the impact of COVID and everything like that. But my second reasoning is that there, E3 is not about showing a fully developed, fleshed out game. It's about teases. And oh, you want to have some, some stuff to show. It's about hype. It's excitement. Right. It's, yeah. yeah. I, they could show something that they've been delaying or that have has been delayed you know there could be things that were supposed to come out last fall um breath of the wild 2 is heavily rumored to potentially come out last fall or this spring Mm -hmm. maybe that's pushed back and you know that that's finished now or close to finished so i don't i don't know that covid would impact e3 uh it's gonna it impacted game development of course and release schedules and everything like that but e3 you know, we the E3 crowd is happy with a title card and a little bit of music. You know what I mean? Like you don't even sometimes you don't even need a title. You just hear the voiceover of a character and like show some some artwork, and people are like, "Oh my god, this game is not coming for five years!" But I'm so excited. Like I don't know that that Bethesda, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Like the fact that they were like, "Okay, Elder Scrolls, yes, Starfield," you know, and people were like, "Oh my god!" And we're talking about those two things for for months like um so i i'm not convinced that it's going to be a dud of a show i think there's plenty and like i said i think these companies have a lot to prove and what's so interesting is that between the the big three platform holders sony microsoft and nintendo they're in three wildly different places mm-hmm. nintendo has a lot to prove weirdly because they've been so successful and there's all these rumors of the switch pro and a lot of people are like when is nintendo going to stop when is the switch going to stop selling um and so like they've had a strong year and they have to keep up that momentum so how do you set yourself up for a really successful and exciting fall and i feel like that's what we're gonna see microsoft i don't know if you remember microsoft at one point was like so Sony's not our competition. Oh, yeah. Google's our competition. Amazon's our competition. Bullshit. Sure. Come on, man. <laughs> if that was if that was true, then when you announced Starfield on June 13th, you would say not Microsoft or Xbox exclusive. But you're not going to say that because you're right. competing with them. So like they haven't from looking at the numbers, they ha- they're about where where they were last generation in terms of co- you know competition with Sony. So they have, and they they missed out on their big tentpole franchise of Halo for the launch. So yeah. they have a lot to make up on if they want to stay in the quote unquote stay in the race. Not to play too much into the console wars stuff, but um, but it, but it's a reality. They are competing with Sony, and so they have a lot to kind of prove coming into this. And then Sony, you know, of course they they've had a lot of success, success with PlayStation Five. Um, but the, the complaint with Sony right now is where are the new games? Like there aren't a lot of PlayStation five exclusive games and you keep announcing that games are going to be backwards, you know, backwards compatible or, or compatible with the PlayStation four. So like, where's our truly new Sony PlayStation five experiences. So I feel like these companies have so the stakes are so, I don't want to say they're high because the game industry is doing really well. Xbox is doing well. Sony's doing well. Nintendo's doing Mm -hmm. well. Um, but there is something very specific. They can use this as an opportunity to make up for something. So I feel like that. I feel like the stakes are at a really interesting place this year. And Xbox and Bethesda, especially after that acquisition, 
um, is probably one of the most interesting cases. So what do you think we can expect to see? Obviously, Halo. Yeah, they, they I think gotta so. show that. We gotta get an update on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it might push me to actually buy the new Xbox at some point here. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as like Bethesda, I think that'll be one of the most like anticipated. I, I mean, there's always excitement around Bethesda, right? But I think right. especially because it has been acquired by Microsoft, I think that makes it even more important that they have like a good showing this year. Mm-hmm. And so anything on, I mean, I think this is a little bit up there, but like Elder Scrolls, even if they tease a little something, people will be excited. Um, Starfield, I feel like that's the big unknown and people on reddit keep circulating the same supposed leaked images over and over and over again like there is excitement for this thing um so i think details on those two would be would be huge yeah i'm i don't really know what to expect from them both starfield and (laughs) elder scrolls they were like oh they're years off they're years off but people kept saying that for years like Mm -hmm. At some point, they're going to have something to show. It'll just be which year is it going to be? Which E3? <laughs> right. And if Starfield really is going to be an exclusive, because that was when the acquisition happened and Microsoft came out and said something, a representative said something like, you know, we're going to honor our contracts with the multi-platform, mm-hmm. you know, uh, platform holders for for some of the games that we're already going to release on them. And uh, everything else is case by case, um, meaning that they're not committing to full exclusivity so bethesda is not going to be an exclusively xbox developer but they will be with some cases with like their big hitters and starfield feels like that one and if they just had the acquisition and microsoft needs a couple of really big things for people to be excited about showing a trailer of starfield and ending it with exclusive to xbox series x and s you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that would be huge so i'm expecting that um like you said i'm expecting halo i've seen some people say that they were not going to see halo and i'm like what's How the can reasoning for that right they're saying that like well people already know about halo they're going to focus on bethesda and i'm like i don't think okay like, but all the games that we just mentioned for like ubisoft basically we already know about yeah. far cry like we already know about siege like what do you mean and microsoft always i think you know microsoft always knocks it out with their presentations they always have Mm -hmm. really good presentations so i think we'll see they haven't said or shown much about multiplayer so i'm wondering if we're going to see like a new trailer that shows off better visuals which would be great um and then a hint or something maybe even maybe even going into a little bit of depth about the multiplayer Mm -hmm. and then a release date we've got to see that you know what i mean like it's got to be this or even a window fall Mm -hmm. holiday something like that that seems easy enough um and then yes i i know psychonauts 2 has been in development for quite a while um i'm expecting to see that what about state of decay 3 that is the one that i am pretty eager for Mm -hmm. because we got that nice flashy little like teaser in was it october november yeah give me more details on that because i actually think apart from the buggy launches for both of the games I feel like it's a pretty solid franchise. Um, not necessarily to the scale of like other AAA franchises, but like there's something that's very appealing about like the gameplay loop 
And I was really excited to see like more of the environmental stuff being added into the game. So I would love to know more about State of Decay 3. Yeah. And I, I thought it was coming out this year, but you corrected me and you were like, no, 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 it's, it's next year, mm-hmm. right? So if it's next year, even if it's next fall because of COVID or something, mm-hmm. um, like you said, I would love to see uh, even at this point, they must have some some gameplay footage that they can share. Um, or, or even if they were to tell us a little bit more about what does it mean that there's going to be more of the environmental elements, like what does that actually look like? How is that going to play out? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hellblade 2, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more of that. That was one of Microsoft's mm-hmm. big, big, big franchises that they're leaning on. Um, what about a new Wolfenstein? I was thinking about with Bethesda. Ooh. It's been a while since we've seen, we've had a Wolfenstein. Um, or would Bethesda, do you think Bethesda would go back to something like, um, Doom or... Was it? They do Doom, right? Or that's well, that's it. Yeah, Doom or Quake. I would love a new Quake. Oh. That would be my pie. In the, one of my pie in the sky things for them would be, um, from Bethesda specifically, would be a new Quake, but not online only. Just give me, which I don't. I, I feel like that's not going to happen. There's so many other story based st- things, um, but I I loved Quake back in the day, and I think the gameplay was just so smooth. And the Wolfenstein. You know, and even Rage 2, to an extent, kind of scratched that itch a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want to see, I don't think we will, but I want to see more of Perfect Dark. I know that's very early in development. Okay. So there's probably not even anything to show. Um, I really want to see more of Fable. I get the sense that that's also pretty early in development. Because I want to say that the teaser they showed was last E3. Um, so they probably don't have much to show either, but that would be... That would be one of the things that I would be, I would fall out of my chair excited for. Um, what about Minecraft? Are we going to see anything? Minecraft 2? I would be Just surprised. more content packs? Eh. New versions? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I want to, but I just feel like they're milking the first, the base game for Can't so Can't blame them since it's still making them fucking millions every yeah. year. <laughs> yep. Every year. Um, what else? Anything? Anything else with Microsoft or Bethesda? I feel like that's going to be really. That's going to be a good no, one. No, I'm. I'm looking at my notes. Um, yeah, I had just briefly mentioned uh, Fable and and Starfield. So yeah, we'll just have to see. Yeah, an Elder Scrolls teaser would be fine. Yes. Like I don't. I don't think we're going to see much, but and, because imagine that combo, like X, Xbox being like. We have Halo. We have Psychonauts 2, which a little bit more niche, but still. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Starfield exclusive, Elder Scrolls, you know, and they maybe they won't, or maybe they'll say like uh, timed exclusive, or they won't say that, but it'll be one of the yeah. weird wordings because they have like multiple phrases that means not really exclusive, but kind of exclusive kind of thing. That would be a f- a, such a fucking amazing show for them to. to mm-hmm even tease those things so and xbox would do it out of any of the companies xbox at this point is the least reserved so maybe i'm getting too hyped but i think that could be a really good show um what about square enix that's the one that i'm personally very excited for because square enix um has made some of my favorite franchises of all Mm -hmm. time um they've said they've confirmed they're gonna show babylon's fall which i don't know much about um, they've confirmed that there's going to be a new game from Eidos Montreal. 
uh, who've worked on Shadow of the Tomb Raider and the Deus Ex games. Um, I have, I'm not really sure. That I, there's some rumors that it's going to be a Marvel game, maybe a Gardens of the Galaxy game. Uh, and then they said they're going to talk about Black Panther, uh, the Black Panther expansion for the Avengers game, and they're going to show more of Life is Strange true colors. So most of that's kind of, you know... Um, for me, Square Enix is always the one where my hopes are just ridiculous. They're just way off the charts. Well, if but... that's the case, I want more Tomb Raider. <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. So it doesn't seem like Eidos Montreal is, is doing that, but Square Enix is a big publisher. They own several mm-hmm. developers. So what do you want to see from a new Tomb Raider series? Oh, God. Do you I... want them to continue the current storyline? Do you want them to go off and kind of start a new thing? You know, I, I really like what they've done with the recent trilogy and i wouldn't mind more of that but also that felt so good and like complete to me that i wouldn't mind if they were like we're gonna reinvent this or we're gonna do you know just do something totally different i think i would be happy either way as long as they put as much uh care and attention to detail into like croft and her story um so I don't know. I think I think I would be down for something new, but also more of, you know, the rich narrative. I want I want sort of like a globe trotting hmm. adventure where it's like she's later on in her career. It's like after Shadows of the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Um and you have the option, there's like several sites around the globe and you get to go to each one. And I want it to be focused more on exploration and puzzle okay. solving. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with Uncharted and Tomb Raider, which are very similar, um, they always want to focus on, or there's a there's an inordinate, I think, focus on action and combat. When I hear people talk about those games, I don't hear them like, oh, man, I love shooting people in Uncharted. <laughs> I love killing people in Tomb Raider. You know what I mean? Like those, the combat is like the thing that people seem to me in my experience to be the least interested in. Mm -hmm. So give us more tombs to raid. Give us more like complicated environmental puzzles that take a lot of like, I mean, it doesn't have to be a puzzle game, but like the adventure part of it should be the focus. If there's a little bit of combat, sure. But the problem with combat is that then they feel like they have to justify it or like center the story around it. So then you get this weird convoluted stories that take away from the exploration and adventuring. So um, I want to see a little bit more of like an open-ended choice based, like, you know, you can choose to do combat and not kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Same engine though, same model. I really like the new redesigned Mm -hmm. Lara and all that stuff, but but yeah, I would love more, more adventuring. Um, what else? What other, any other Square Enix stuff? Honestly, for me, the two things that are exciting, um, well, the potential for Tomb Raider and then um, Life is Strange. Those are like the two big ones for me. Did you watch that? I don't remember when they showed it, but it was like it's been a months ago while. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Did you end up watching that? Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of it? Uh, it was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah I kind of it looks good it looks it's it's more polished um, yes and not quite as like awkward it still has a very artsy kind of style to the I'm visuals. fine with that by the way yeah same here um, I love that it's not being released episodically so I'm gonna mm-hmm. get it probably day one um, but other than that as far as the story goes like I almost don't want to know more like if they're like here's more of the story I'm gonna be like shut the fuck up yeah like, 
Yeah, I don't oh. need to know anything else about it except yeah. did they give us a um, like range for release? I don't think so. Okay, okay. I think it might have just been 2021 or just maybe okay. they didn't okay. even say that. Um, do you have any like hopes and dreams for for Squeenix? Mm, I think my my hope would just be more Tomb Raider. I, I'm not as excited about Square as as, as you are. Yeah. Um, but that just boils down to the kinds of games that I tend to play from them. So. Right, because I'm big into JRPGs, which they are also big into JRPGs. They're mm-hmm. kind of the dominant yep. force in JRPGs, and so I want to see more Final Fantasy 16. Again, I don't know if we will. I get the sense that we're still pretty early in development, but may- maybe not. Maybe they've been developing it for years, and we don't know. Um, so I think it would be. I, I would be so excited if they showed a new trailer and they were like, here's a release date even, even if it was 2022, mm-hmm. that would be really exciting. I don't. It's hard to tell though, because a lot of times Final Fantasy games are in development for a long time and sometimes even the release dates are off, like they'll be like 2022 and then we'll get it in 2024. Um, and then I also want to see, even if it's just a hint, more Final Fantasy VII remake, so... They're giving us the expansion this month. Don't show us that. We already know we're going to get that. But what about episode two? What's the next installment? Um, And the next one's going to be complicated because it's the open world part of the game where you get access to the world map. And I have no idea how they're going to handle that. But even if, again, sort of a teaser, here's a trailer, what to expect, Final Fantasy VII, two remake episode two, that kind of thing. Um, I would like that. And then the rest of the stuff is really kind of pie in the sky. Um, you know, uh, unrealistic expectations kind of thing. I've always wanted them to make a Parasite Eve remake. Um, I still haven't played. This is one of those embarrassing things. I have both of the games on PlayStation. I bought them. I was super excited for them. And then I started both of them and I didn't finish them. Um, but part of it was like, I was already sort of transitioning over to PlayStation 2 at the time, and so they looked sort of old and dated, and the controls were kind of weird, so like I was like, I'll play them later, and I never did. But if you just remade them for me, problem solved. Um, so I would love to see anything like Parasite Eve, Remaster, Remake, New Game, something like that. Uh, and now with... so. Enix had, I'm not going to cover anything Dragon Quest because they had their whole big Dragon Quest 35th mm-hmm. anniversary thing. They've covered all the games they're going to release. I don't think we're going to see more Dragon Quest or we'll see the same. Maybe we'll see another trailer for 12 or something like that. That would be awesome. But one of the things that I want to see based on what I saw at the Dragon Quest event was more HD 2D games. So they're coming out with Dragon Quest 3 HD 2D, the remake of Dragon Quest 3 in the HD 2D engine. I want to see a Final Fantasy game like that. I love that engine. I think that art style is very charming. I don't want to see every single game ever in that, but like, give us a Final Fantasy three or four or five in in that engine or that art style. I think that would be really exciting. And then, of course, anything Chrono Trigger or Chrono Cross, um, even if it's just like a remastered version. Of course, I want new Chrono Trigger. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, the way that Japanese development studios work is very different than American studios in some ways. And a lot of times it's based on like who's been there for a long time and what do they want. Mm -hmm. And so Chrono Trigger was the collaboration between 
um, Square and Enix, which were separate companies at the time, competing companies at the time. And so you had all these big visionaries uh, coming together to make this like kind of um, super group game. Uh, and I don't think that we're going to see that again. But Chrono Trigger has been one of their longest standing critical hits and like historically, you know, critically appraised games. And we have not seen anything from it. So even if it's just fucking Chrono Trigger on the on Switch, give it to me. Um, but yeah, that's that's again. I know that I'm I'm we're not going to see that, but I I would be happy with with any of that stuff. So okay, cool. The PC Game Show. I don't is know after anything that. about it. I don't every every time I watched last year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this year because I always like would start watching and get bored. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to watch this year, and I don't. It was it was not exciting. It's no. They'll part of it is that I'm not into PC games. I play PC games, but I wouldn't say that I'm like into them. Mm-hmm. So they're like, here's a new graphics card, here's a new this or whatever. I'm like, I don't know, I don't really. Um, the same thing with the future games show. I don't even know what that is. Oh, nope. I don't, I don't know what to like. Isn't that what E3 is? The future game show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the on the the last presentation on day two is Warner Brother Games. Now. Warner Brother games, Warner Brothers games, <laughs> um, and this one is I'm a little bit confused about. Uh, the only game that they would confirm that they're showing is Back for Blood, and I'm like that can't be true. Like they're, it's got to be they're going to be showing some surprises. Like I can't imagine huh. they're going to be like that's weird. Here's 40 minutes or whatever they have scheduled for of Back for Blood, um, which I am excited to see more of that. But but no Hogwarts Legacy, no Gotham Knights, no Suicide Squad. I would be so surprised if we didn't see at least a glimpse of those mm-hmm. things. Um, any other Warner Warner Brothers games properties that you're excited to see or you hope to see? No, it's one of those uh, publishers that's not typically on my radar. <laughs> yeah, I want to see more Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad. But like what I've seen, I'm already like hyped for and. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know what I would, what Warner Brothers, I mean, they have a lot of DC stuff, so I'm sure they could, if they tease like a Wonder Woman game, that would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know that they will. I feel like that would be a hard secret to keep. I feel yeah. like we would already know about that. So, yeah. oh, so who I knows? Know. Who knows? Yeah. I feel like they're a little bit of a wild card. They have stuff that they could bring out to really shock us, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm not super... Yeah. super stoked for theirs um especially so then, if they're just going to show back for blood mostly oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. so then this is interesting day three which is the 14th we have um take two mm-hmm. and light on details it looks like but they have to talk about red dead right and then grand theft auto do they? <laughs> That's the thing that makes them so hard to predict is yeah. Rockstar. They, so Rockstar and 2K are their two big studios. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rockstar just kind of does what it wants. Like, I feel True. like they have a lot of power. But I feel like the timing of this, it makes sense for them at least to talk about Grand Theft Auto V for next gen. Like, yeah. that seems like the obvious I would definitely expect it to be there. 
But um, that's the last thing I want to see. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's the most guaranteed. Like, they're going to, I swear to God, if I they see. They play like, another video and you're I like, know. is this the next GTA? Right. That's what they did last year. It's like, yep. oh, I was like, oh, I, I recognize GTA. And then I was like, oh, wait, wait, this sounds like GTA 5. Oh, it is. Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah. So obviously the, the big, the big dream would be a teaser for the next GTA. Yeah. It seems a little unlikely, I think, but. Yeah, because like again, they they kind of do their own thing, but um, and they can get maybe, away with it too, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, it'll be like they'll probably release in like who who the fuck knows at this point? Like it's I feel like that must be in development forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, who who knows? We might see it next year. We might see it three years from now. Who knows? But like, um, if we did see it, they would probably release their own trailers mm-hmm. two months from. You know, maybe they'll do a, like a teaser six months out and then a trailer a month or two out. Uh, but yeah, that would be that would be super exciting. I think that would be something that I would be excited for. Um, there are rumors that there's going to be a Red Dead Redemption remaster. Oh, give me that. Right. Especially if it's done in the Red Dead 2 engine mm-hmm. with those assets, which they could do because a lot of the assets would transfer directly over. Um, so that would be really, really cool. Really excited. I'm not too interested in the 2K stuff. Yeah, you know those those games. They're beautiful. A lot of like the two K mm-hmm. NBA two K series is beautiful. But um, I only kind of dabble with the sports games. Like I'll get one every few years. So, yeah, um, well, what does it tell you that we're obsessed with everybody's golf right now? So that's very true. Yeah, and a couple weeks Damn, Mario, Mario Mario Golf, golf. Super Rush. So excited <laughs> for that. Um, but my pie in the sky for take two. Why am I saying I? I don't even like that phrase. But for some reason, it just <laughs> you said it like five times. My <laughs> like, I know. I keep saying it's like my thing now. Um, this is the pie in the spy. Pie in the spy. Oh lord, <laughs> this, this is the sky in the spy episode. Um, my hopes and my big dream for the take two or Rockstar in particular is like guess. okay, what bully bully two motherfucker yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've been waiting so long for that, and they... Okay, so again, with Rockstar, it's so hard to tell, but at some point years ago, they said that they were interested or that it was, like, in the works, mm-hmm. um, and and it's something that has been rumored on and off for years, and so, like, I'm not really expecting at this point. I think that's the thing about E3 with, with me, is, like, you have to practice that mantra of expect the worst, hope for the best. Because it's so easy to let your hopes run away with you and be like, oh, and then those hopes start turning into expectations because you, you, you like go through the logic of why you could see that thing there. Like, oh, this is why we probably will see Bully 2. And you convince yourself that there's a really good chance. But in the most, in most cases, you're disappointed. So for me, I'm not expecting any of this stuff. I'm not expecting Bully 2. I'm not going to be dramatically disappointed if we don't get Bully 2. But man, if we saw bully 2 or even again a remake of bully 1 in like the new rockstar engines i think that would be pretty exciting yeah the only thing i just checked the um the the leaks and rumors subreddit uh because sometimes there's interesting stuff there the only thing about bully 2 is like what happened to bully 2 and then people claiming that it was canceled in favor of development for um red dead redemption 2 but it's it's reddit so (laughs) yeah well they there was an investor call a while ago um where i don't remember if it was a take two investor call or rockstar um but they said that as a part of their future portfolio they have plans for 
new iter- it was something like new iterations of existing IP. Mm-hmm. Um, iterations is an interesting choice of words. Like, does that mean new entries in the series? Does that mean remasters and remakes? It could mean either yeah. of those things. Um, but it, but it can't just mean Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I don't think we're gonna get a new State of Decay, or not a State of Decay, State of Emergency. Um, that would be wild. What has Bully already been remastered? It's been like actually remastered. N- no, not really. I mean, it, it had been. It was, um, I think, quote unquote, remastered. For, it was called a scholarship edition, I think, for PlayStation okay. 3 and Xbox 360. Um, but it was just one of those things where it's like upgraded to a new okay. platform. So uh, a new true remaster in the style of like Mass Effect or even like a re- remake like Resident Evil or something, I think would be pretty stunning. Uh, speaking of Resident Evil, yeah. Capcom. They have so much that they're one of those where it's like, I feel like they could really blow me away with a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, or it might just be a very boring, here's <laughs> some Monster Hunter Rise content that we're planning. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Um, and, and I don't think that anything is confirmed. So we could see Street Fighter Six, maybe. It feels like it's about time for that. I don't know what we would expect from it. Um Resident Evil Village doesn't feel like a game that's made for DLC, but neither did 7, and that had DLC, so maybe we'll see some Village DLC. Maybe we'll see more information on Reverse, even though we've already seen a lot of it, and it's coming out this summer. Um, Resident Evil 4 for... Uh, what was it for? I think for Oculus Quest 2 was uh, announced, so maybe we'll see more of that. Um, but the thing with, with Capcom, I think, is there's been so many rumors about the next Resident Evil game because they've had this sort of release schedule of, like, very regular Resident Evil releases. Mm-hmm. There was Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Resident Evil 3 Remake, Resident Evil Village. Like, they're frequently almost annually coming out with new Resident Evil games. So at this point, it would be a new remake. And, of course, the rumors are Resident Evil 4 in the Resident Evil 2 three and eight engine um or seven as well Mm -hmm. but what i would want personally i mean sure give that to me that's great but (laughs) i want a resident evil remake remake i know that's probably like an unpopular opinion because the resident Evil remake was really good but even that is like 20 years old at this point you know and it holds up pretty well but getting like the original resident evil in the current engine would just be phenomenal and I, I can see them doing that i think it's probably just a matter of time um but yeah i feel like we're, we're gonna probably see something resident evil which is cool but like a remake of four would be exciting a remake of one would be more exciting for me personally a remake of code veronica would be intriguing um again replaying that didn't love it but a remake might fix some of the problems that i had with it a remake of zero would be awesome um but but yeah what are you looking forward to with capcom or do you is there anything Mm, that's catching your eye nothing no (laughs) (laughs) with with their games they're usually the ones that i'll watch someone else play yeah and i don't have a huge interest in like monster hunter rise so or street fighter so yeah 
I don't even know if I, I probably have Street Fighter 6. What I do with Street Fighter games is I'm like, I love Chun-Li, so I buy them. And then I don't <laughs> they play <sit> them. There. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I play through the stories, but sometimes the story modes are very disappointing. The story mode for 5 was very disappointing. The story mode for, for 4 was great. Um, and so if I do have 6, which I can probably hmm. see from here. Uh, nope, I can't see. But... If I do have six, I probably play through the story. I don't remember it very well. Mm. Um, or not six. I, that we're talking about them coming out with six. Um, but so, yeah. So, yeah. The, the story for Street Fighter V was disappointing. Okay. What am, I, what am I talking about? I'm talking about like it's already out. Um, all right. So, let's move on to day four then, which is yeah. pretty much completely consumed by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they've said they're going to... They're going to show, quote, 40 minutes of info focused exclusively on Nintendo Switch software, mostly releasing in 2021. So the wording of that was so careful, and people have picked this thing apart so much because they want to see the Switch Pro revealed. Mm -hmm. And Nintendo seems very aware of that and very aware of the rumors, and so they specifically say software. Um, But do you think they could still pull a surprise, a one more thing? You'll play all of these titles on they, Switch Pro. They could. Am I the only person who's not really excited for the Switch Pro? I I don't know. A lot of people are super excited for I'm ex, I'm excited for it to exist. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get it right away. I Let me put it this way. I would probably buy the new Xbox first. And I, I, I would have that. more reason to buy the new Xbox. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I, I love the switches that I have. Yeah, and the the switches. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I have to yeah that says something. Yeah, um, yeah. I the games that I play on Switch, I'm not playing for graphics. So unless you give me something, like if you showed a a, a new, which I don't know that we will because they restarted development on it. But if you showed me a trailer for the new Metroid, and you were like, "Look how amazing this looks in 4K," I it would it would it would it would ratchet it up a little bit for me. I'd be like, "Yeah." If I have the money this fall, maybe. But you know, for me, one of the reasons why I love the Switch so much is that it's easy to pick up and go. Yeah. And I don't, I definitely don't want anything bigger or heavier or bulkier. In fact, I'm, I'm jealous of my partner's Switch Lite. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't see myself going in the direction of like the bigger, more powerful thing. Right. Yeah. That's just me. I I love graphics and beautiful, clear, crisp graphics, but like again, the games kind of have to support it. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna buy a thing because Breath of the Wild looks better on it because Breath of the Wild has a very minimalist kind of art style um, that I I don't need to see crisp and clean. But again, like if um, Breath of the Wild two looks better and more crisp and clear and higher fidelity and all that stuff then yeah, I probably would want to get a Switch Pro. But yeah, I'm not excited for it. Like I want it to be revealed. I want it to be out. I want people to get it. But like I personally am like, maybe maybe I'll get it. Maybe I won't. Yeah. Um, other than that, they haven't really said what they're going to show, but they have a lot on their plate that they could show. Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild 2 seems like the most likely. I argued back in the day to no one in particular, I guess. But like... <laughs> It was like to you and you know to yeah. my my cat, but um, I I thought it could come out 
at the end of last year or spring this year. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, COVID probably right. messed that up. But if COVID messed that up, then that would mean that it will certainly come out this fall, right? Or this holiday by yeah. December. So we've got to see something new from that, right? I I don't know if I really expect it to come out this year. Okay. But a, a little teaser, a little something would be nice. Yeah. Um, that's their big their big game and i i feel like if you know i mean nintendo kind of does what they want to and they kind of they can get away Mm -hmm. with it as well but um i feel like that would be a really big game for this this holiday season and it would keep that momentum that we were talking about earlier going Mm -hmm. and have something you know people be for people to be really excited for they showed a teaser for splatoon 3 last year maybe they'll show more of it Mm -hmm. i don't know um we haven't heard anything from about Bayonetta 3 for a while seems kind of odd. So like, where's that? I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more of that. Um, I feel like they have two more Sma- uh, Smash Ultimate Fire Packs left, I think. Mm-hmm. So we've got to see a new a new Smash Fighter. Um, do you have any... I, I know you're not really super into Smash, but are there any characters that you're like, that if they announced and they were like, this new character, that you'd be like, oh shit. Aloy? Maybe, maybe. (laughs) But I really struggle with fighter games, so my excitement would only, like, peak so much. Yeah, their their announcements, though, for those are always so well done. Mm -hmm. Their reveals, I get so excited. Oh, Nintendo's presentation style is, like, on point. Yeah. Yeah, but I can't remember. the, The last two, I think, were from the Xeno blade saga okay. and i'm like i was like oh man this looks cool and i'm like but i don't really know them that much so i'm hoping for a more familiar like iconic okay, okay. character. it's year. kind of like when um fortnite is like here's this new skin and i'm just like Meh. yeah Meh. yeah definitely um <laughs> for some reason i just thought like here's this new jake paul skin because he just did the big oh, stupid fight i shouldn't even have said his name i uh, mean logan what did i say Je- he said jake yeah whatever man they're the f- <laughs> both yeah. yeah um but me uninstalling fortnite <laughs> <laughs> and smash if, if he ended up in that yeah um but as far as smash fighters go again that's one of the weirdly things that i'm most excited for hmm uh, I haven't bought the second fighter pack yet, but I will, especially if you give me a really cool announcement, you know, this, this coming week. Um, Master Chief has been rumored for a long time. Mm-hmm. We've gotten Banjo-Kazooie in there, and they're, Microsoft, they're owned by Microsoft now. It's thrilling for me to buy the Amiibo for that and like flip it over and look at the bottom, and it says copyright Microsoft. I love that, like having... Sonic the Hedgehog and Cloud and all these like multi-platform, um, you know, uh, characters in this game. I think that's one of the coolest things about the Smash mm-hmm. series now and Smash Ultimate in particular. So I would love to see Master Chief. I think that would be super exciting. Oh, Minecraft too. Minecraft is a Microsoft property and we have Minecraft characters in there. Um, of course, I would love to see anyone from Chrono Trigger. Uh, I People would be incredibly mad if it was chrono well, i don't know the internet i think would tear itself in two because half of it would be so excited <laughs> that there's something chrono trigger and chrono oh my god and then the other half would be like yeah it's another like... sword fighter right 
So, um, that discourse is a delight. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised we haven't seen any Soul Calibur characters. So I think it would oh. be cool. Of course, I would want to see Ivy, but I very much doubt mm-hmm. they would put Ivy in in Smash. Maybe Ivy in so in uh, Fortnite, but but I doubt we would see see Ivy there. Um, but that would be really cool. Um, so yeah, that's the as far as fighters go. Metroid Prime Prime Four. I'm interested in. Like I said, I know they they. Re- they restarted development for so maybe we'll get a teaser again maybe um but probably not i'm not expecting it because i'm i feel like they're gonna wait until they have something more substantial to show um fire emblem something i loved three houses um loved 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 that game that was my first fire emblem so now i'm kind of like i'm on i'm on board like give us another especially because that game was developed for the 3ds and was was basically ported up to the switch um not ported up that's the wrong word but it was um development was switched over but you can tell it's a 3ds game with some of the backgrounds and textures and stuff so give us a native switch developed full full ass fire emblem i think that would be really really awesome um what about what anything else in terms of like expectations or or hopes and dreams for nintendo no, not not um, not really beyond Breath of the Wild too. What do you want to see from that? Do you want to see the the first teaser that we saw suggested that it might be a shared adventure between Link and Zelda? Is that something that would be cool? What if it was a co op? What if it was oh, Link? Wow. You could play That's... Link and Zelda. Oh, that would be very interesting. That would be pretty cool. I really love the open world. And the the little puzzles and things like that. So I'm totally down for for more of Breath of the Wild. And I I really like the style. I thought it was it was pretty on the Switch. Yeah. And now it'll be prettier on the Switch Pro. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> Switch Pro exclusive. God damn it. <laughs> um, Nintendo for me is like Square Enix in that they have these really old series that are like fundamental to who I am as a gamer. And so with both Nintendo and Square Enix, I always those are the ones that have like those little embers in my heart where I'm like, oh, man, if you gave me that thing, I would just be so happy. And with Nintendo, one of those things is anything Earthbound related. So Mother 3 famously or infamously never got translated. Well, from what I understand, there was a translation. They never released it in the West, in North America. So there's always been sort of calls for that. I would love to see Mother 3 for North America um, or anything Earthbound. An Earthbound remaster, Earthbound remake, Earthbound sequel, Earthbound 64 released finally. Um, none of that's going to happen, of course. But like anything with Mother or Earthbound would be amazing. I always want them to do something with Eternal Darkness. Eternal Darkness came out for the GameCube, and it was this really cool and interesting horror game that had this thing called a sanity meter, and other games, other horror games have have um, used this, this mechanic uh, recently, but basically the more your character is exposed to these horrifying and supernatural events, the more your sanity meter drops and then really weird things start happening um, that break the fourth wall. Like the volume on your, on your TV seems to drop and you're like, Oh wait, I can't hear anything. And you go to turn your volume up and then there's a big jump scare and it's really loud, like stuff like that. It was so cool. 
and experimental. I always want them to do something with Eternal Darkness, but they never do. So anything Eternal Darkness, again, a remaster, a sequel, something like that would be amazing. Um, again, not expecting it, but those are my kind of lofty hopes and dreams for for Nintendo. Okay. Um, what about Bandai Namco? The only thing that I've heard is like the rumors about Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and then supposedly, was it Knightley who tweeted out a GIF and people are taking that as a sign of like, oh, that means they're going to reveal it. I don't know. <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. That's like the rumors around it are just so frequent and sometimes conflicting. So I don't really know. I'm not super hyped for it. So I don't really know that I even care if they show it i'm not going to be disappointed if they don't i'm Um, curious but i don't really have expectations at this point yeah i think that's the thing is it could surprise me they could show a trailer for Mm -hmm. it and i'm like oh fuck this looks this looks good and then i'll be excited for it but until then i don't really i don't really have much in the way of expectations so um the only other two series from bandai namco that i'm excited about are the tales of series which on the one hand, I've fallen off of because there's been a lot of Tales games and, you know, not all of them have been great from my understanding, but I loved the first few. And so part of me is like, even just give me, I keep saying remaster and remake because part of it is like a lot of these older games that I loved aren't accessible now. Mm. So give me ports or like up or, you know, re- remasters of the original, at least the original two, but I'll take the original three the tales tales games i think that would be really cool um and then ace combat 8 i know namco has been sort of wishy-washy on the ace combat series ace combat 7 wasn't even supposed to be made um that internal development team had to like fight for it um but i loved ace combat 7 i thought it returned to a lot of the things that made that series great so i think ace combat 7 was received pretty well and sold pretty well but you know who knows if they're gonna allow for a sequel but if they do i'd love to see a teaser for that um and that's that's about it as far as what we have scheduled um but of course there is stuff that's not scheduled that Mm -hmm. we will either see later um or that we assume like sony for example we don't have anything listed by sony but what they did last year was they announced it their e3 their own personal e3 it wasn't their you know that's not how they would call it of course but their own event around e3 just a few days before it happened um they did just show a bunch of horizon uh and they're getting ready to release ratchet and clank so like i don't really i guess i don't really know what to expect but if we do see something like let's say you know next week after e3 proper we get an announcement from them saying in three days, the new state of play, showing the future of PS5. Um, what what do you think we'll see, or what do you hope to see? A Horizon release date, right? That's got to be somewhere. But the way the that they, but the way that Gorilla tweeted, it made it sound like it might be a while. But do I want to see a date? Absolutely, even if it's just coming spring twenty twenty two. Oh, you still think it's not coming this year? I, I'm torn now. I, it's because coming. they tweeted that, and now I'm like, Ugh. it's coming. Hopefully, holiday. How about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, holiday at the latest. I think. Um, um, 
But beyond Horizon, I and we I talked to you about this, I don't know, weeks ago. I want a new Uncharted. I want to see what an Uncharted, a new game looks like on the PS5. That is exciting to me. So that's what I want to see. Yeah, that's definitely one of those series that pushes hardware where they try Mm -hmm. to get, you know, and the same thing with The Last of Us, same developer, obviously, but like they try to get into those minute details and they do things like, you know, very specific motor functions on the characters and like mechanics and stuff. So yeah, I think that would be, and the setting, if they did more of that like tropical, that one tropical pirate setting in four. Sometimes I just think about the mud spinning off the the tires. (laughs) (laughs) that to me is the cool graphical stuff and just the detail weather like i love that stuff and i feel like uncharted is um a great franchise to sort of highlight those kinds of um developments yeah and i want to say that there was an interview i might be making this up or misremembering it but there was an interview a while ago months ago um with Neil Druckmann, I think it was, and they were like, any plans for a new Uncharted? And he was pretty noncommittal. But I want to say that he said something like, of course, every time we finish a game, we we have ideas. Um, mm-hmm. And so there was like a hint at like a, you know, maybe like never say never kind of thing. Um, and I don't think that they're well, there are rumors that they're working on a remake, not a remaster, but a remake of the first Last of Us. That seems kind of ridiculous to me. I mean, I guess I wouldn't be completely surprised, but yeah. Um, but I would rather, like you said, I would rather a new, a new Uncharted game. Or just Um, a new, a new game. Yeah. 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 A new IP. That would Mm -hmm. be very exciting Mm because they put so much work into their game. So it would be really cool to see a new kind of game from them. Um, a God of War. So they recently pushed back. Again, it's hard to say pushed back because they didn't super commit to their original day and i don't think a lot of people expected god of war to come out this year anyway but uh they quote unquote pushed back god of war ragnarok to 2022 um but that means to me that it's got to be pretty far along so Mm -hmm. i think it would be cool to see more of that something more than the teaser that we saw last time um but the main thing i want to see from sony the only thing really oh psvr2 so they've announced it but what is it what does that mean you know what i mean like they're like we're working on it and it's gonna have new haptics and stuff but like give us some some ideas of the games you're working on give us some idea and of course vr is hard to Mm -hmm. show but what can we expect particularly in terms of mobility and fidelity like Mm -hmm. how much better are these games going to look how much easier is this thing going to be to set up and where um, I want, I just want to see more PSVR too. Yes. And are they going to push out like a special new game that will launch alongside yeah. that to really sell it? I bet there'll be a new Astro game because they yeah. recently split off a development team and made it an internal studio. I can't remember the name of it, but um, they just announced that recently. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was what that team was working on, was the next Astro VR game. Um, but Sega has confirmed they're going to be at E3, but I'm not seeing it on any of the schedules. So I don't know if they have like a scheduled presentation or a scheduled time. Um, so I don't really know, especially I don't. I guess I don't really know what to expect from them. 
there have been rumors about their acquisition. We've talked about those in the past. So in theory, what if that's why? And this is, of course, mm-hmm. wild speculation. Um, maybe that's why they don't have a scheduled time, because maybe they're going to show up in Microsoft's press conference or something. That was the big the big rumor, was that uh, Microsoft was going to purchase them. I think it would be cool if Square Enix purchased them. I think it would make more sense, to be honest. But mm-hmm. um, either way, like, what if they're tacked on at the end? That would, that would make E3 for me. If it was, like, <laughs> Square Enix and Sega boom you know combination or like square enix is acquiring sega that would be amazing but um but what do we what do we expect from from sega though i mean they they might show i mean i feel like the dream would be persona yeah persona 6 but i don't know because they've given us a lot of persona 5 content Mm -hmm. i have to imagine they've been working on persona 6 since persona 5 released or at least you know artist mm-hmm. and you know early planning and writing and stuff like that story outline um so at this point they might have something to show or at the very least a title or a something so that would be cool they've said that the new uh, a new sonic game is coming in 2022 so maybe we'd see something from that um for me anything persona persona 6 the the for me the the hope and dream for sega is a persona 3 remake or remaster um they came out with a persona 3 dancing game alongside the persona 5 dancing game so it shows that they're willing to revisit that game and those characters in that mm-hmm. world they have high definition models of their characters from that game now so like i would just that would be that would be so stunning i would love a persona 3 remake or remaster that would be really exciting mm-hmm. um anything else from sega i mm-hmm. i'm not really sure with the yakuza games i'm not you know, Like a Dragon is coming out or just came out for the next-gen system. Yeah. So um, I don't know that we'll see another Yakuza game for a while, but... That'd be cool, though. Yeah, and they've remastered all of the old ones. So oh, I don't know we'll um, see. what's the mystery game? Oh, God. Oh, Judgment. Yes, maybe something about that. There was a, a sequel... Mm-hmm. reportedly in the works right yeah, so maybe yeah. maybe a teaser for that yeah that would be that'd be cool that'd be cool um so then lastly we have ea play live which is scheduled ea's trying to do their own thing how cute um <laughs> june 22nd <laughs> i'm kind of mad at ea me i used to defend ea because they hadn't they didn't have a track rec- record of being this kind of evil empire and then they turned into it. So now I, I've ever yeah, fuck eternally feel bitter about that. Because I'm like, I was, sti- I was sticking up for you. I was like, they haven't done anything. And then you did everything. Yeah. You fucking yeah. assholes. But it, but I do feel like they're on a, a course to try to correct that. They've realized mm. that their poor reputation has hurt their sales. And that gamers have punished them in some ways for their transgressions. So... Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Battlefield 6 there. I want to see more Dragon Age 4. We've had a, a teaser for it, and that's it. I know that Dragon Age 4 and the new Mass Effect are probably in very early stages. We've seen teasers for both of them. Um, but any any information about those games, I think, would be really exciting. My hope and dream for, for uh, an EA event would be of course from bioware that would be a knights of the old republic remake yes um i don't know what the rights are surrounding that i know that ea 
um, recently, I don't know if they lost the rights, but um, Disney is going multi-platform or multi-developer with the Star Wars mm-hmm. brand or the Star Wars IP. So EA doesn't have exclusivity over that anymore. Um, so does that mean we'll see, like the LucasArts games too, like they have, LucasArts is making a new, I think they said a new Star Wars game and a new Indiana Jones game. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think they said Star Wars. I think it was just Indiana Jones. But, okay. Um, but yeah, like, are we going to see more of that? Ubisoft is working on a Star Wars game. Or are we going to mm-hmm. see that? Like, um, all of that for me is kind of, you know, I have no idea. But the Knights of the Old Republic remake has been rumored for a long time. Those rumors have intensified recently. Um, so I would, I would be super excited to see, to see that. Same here. All right. Anything, anything else? Any last minute? Yes. So this one might make you laugh, but (laughs) do you think we'll see anything from CD Projekt Red? (laughs) (laughs) Um, here's the updated roadmap for, (laughs) right. Um, that's actually a really good question. What do they, what do they normally do? They they normally do their own thing too, don't they? Or no? Well, they're normally part of like the big platform review. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe during like a Sony or a, an Xbox thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know what? I wouldn't actually. Now that you say that, I wouldn't be surprised if they did show a like Cyberpunk two or something like that, like yeah. a um acknowledgement of the problems but then like a really exciting roadmap of like not only the fixes right. they probably wouldn't focus on that but like if if they were to highlight and this might be a bit of a stretch just considering how development has been but if they were to highlight like this is the first dlc people would be excited or what if it was the next gen versions because they haven't technically come out with That's xbox true. series x and ps5 how about like an updated roadmap a um, release date or window for the updated version and then a hint at the DLC. And I think we could actually see that. At first I was like, I don't know. But at E3, a lot of times what you'll have is like a developer will come out and speak Mm -hmm. first. So that's where you might get the apology or the (laughs) acknowledgement that like they had a rough start. But then the commitment to fixing it or future excellence and then you show us the tantalizing thing that we can be excited for if you just show us the exciting thing mm-hmm. th- we're going to be watching that with a, a veil of cynicism where we're like <laughs> well, sure yeah promises promises but if right. you come out first and you say we understand we disappointed you blah 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 because there was in the news recently um the revelation that there was an internal bug video that went around did you see that yeah yeah um so they they knew about the problems going out so like that just increases animosity toward them i, think, I but... don't just this is kind of an aside, but I don't understand anyone who could make an argument that they didn't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, we didn't need a bug video to know to like know that they they knew about this. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so they 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 couldn't have been surprised. Yeah. So it would be nice to see some kind of commitment and then something yes. really exciting going yes. forward. Um, it feels may- like at the very least, if they had a window for the up for the um upgrade or whatever for the ps5 so right and and they gave out a lot of free dlc for the witcher 3 so like if they did that by way of apology for for cyberpunk and they said mm-hmm. you know here's the the first dlc pack it's going to be really cool it's going to be free for ps4 and xbox one users and it will be included in 
the PS5, Xbox Series X and S release. I think that would be really smart and would actually get me to consider buying the PS5 version because I think that would be would be kind of exciting. Um, I only have one more thing. It's not quite E3, although you could sort of look at it as like part of the E3 festivities if you wanted. Um, The Caves and Cliffs update for Minecraft released today. I didn't even know about that. Wow. Yeah, what there's is... goats. There's Ooh. like new textures and like minerals and stuff like that. And apparently it, it revamps caves and stuff. I, hmm. I'm i going to check it out. <laughs> I mean, I spend most of my time in Minecraft in caves. So that's, you know, if, if it makes it more like exciting. I'm assuming there's going to be like stalagmites. And stalactites. I thought I saw a mention of crystals and things like that. So, oh, and there's more, um, there's a couple different animals that have been added. Um, Yeah, it it looks cool. Awesome. Dang, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Do do you think we'll see that then at E3 or or was it just like... Uh, I don't know because they had already, I mean, they announced it a little bit ago and then it just came out today, so... Oh, so it's already out. So yeah, they probably won't, probably won't touch on it then. Um. All right. Well, that is what we want from E3. I'm I'm very excited. I I'm not as excited as I would be normally. I think. I mean. Okay. I don't know. I'm very confused. I'm I'm a <laughs> I'm confused, confused young man. Okay. <laughs> because like, it's all virtual, so it's not quite like a regular E3. Usually is like two days, big flurry of events. This one's a little bit more spread out. Um, but I'm especially excited for Microsoft, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Sony, whenever we get it, uh, Square Enix, you know, I'm, I, don't know, I guess I am excited for a lot. So I guess I just don't know what to expect. Like, especially last year, it's like, we're going to see more of the new consoles and new games for the consoles mm-hmm. this year. You know, I guess hopefully we're seeing more of games that take advantage of the new consoles, but yeah. uh, it is hard to predict. So I'm super excited. Next week, we're going to be covering um the games that we're going to be covering all of the all of the reveals we're going to be t- talking about the surprises and the trailers mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff i know you are going to be probably or possibly out of town for some of this right so like yeah. we might end up doing like two mini episodes one of them with you and i covering maybe like the first half of e3 mm-hmm. depending on your schedule and then maybe another one with me and ron or someone i've already yeah, asked yeah. ron he said he'd be willing to do it so cool um so yeah take a take a take a look out oh man this is always the hardest part is ending this things <laughs> join a, us next time <laughs> take a look out for us next week um <laughs> when we'll be covering e3 to to great extent uh thank you so much for listening you can of course email at us at uh, pretty pixels podcast at gmail.com you can find us on twitter I'm at Losperman. Tab is at Random Mox. And until next week, keep fucking them chickens. (laughs) (laughs) It's an old internet joke, people. I'm not telling you to. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 